You're listening to Forecast, the marketing podcast for professional services leaders. If you're looking to generate more leads, win more deals, and take your firm to the next level, this show is your shortcut. Hey there, folks. Welcome back to the show. I am your host, Ahmed Munawar, Chief Marketing Officer at Boutique Growth, where we help professional services firms build actionable marketing plans so they can generate more leads and win more business. In this episode of Forecast, we're going to look at the five steps to turn website visitors into warm, qualified leads for your services. Hopefully, I don't need to convince you that your website is an important piece of marketing collateral, that your website has a critical role to play in taking strangers, taking people that come and discover you for the first time and turning them into really engaged and warm prospects for your services. And in this lesson, I'm gonna walk you through a framework to help you understand what that process looks like. How does a website visitor go from cold and unaware and not really interested in what you do initially to the point where they're ready to take action and engage you and have a conversation with you? Now, before we get into it, if you haven't yet joined us inside our free course on the five P's of lead generation for professional services firms, I cannot highly recommend it enough. Inside the course, you will get a step-by-step process to generate a flood of new business for your firm. The course is not about tactics. It's not about fads or the latest platform or shiny object. It's about a real-world strategy that you can use to generate new business right now and into the future. So to get immediate access to the entire crash course, head over to 5leadgen.com and you can spell out five or use the number. Either one works. That's 5leadgen.com. So let's preface this conversation on websites by first taking a moment to understand the role that a website plays in your marketing mix. When does somebody go to your website? What might they be interested in seeing on your website? And what should your website hope to accomplish through that interaction? Now, the best way to think about this is that all roads should lead back to your website. So wherever a prospect first discovers you, whether it's through a LinkedIn article, whether it's through an email that you send, or whether they hear about you from a colleague or a referral source, you want them all to come back to the website. You want all of these different marketing channels and tactics and messages to point back to your website so that when somebody hears about you or they discover you, they're going to go and check out your website to learn more about what you do and how you might be able to help them. And that actually highlights one of the fundamental challenges of creating a website experience that engages the buyer is that you don't know where they're coming from, right? You don't know who they are, where they came from. You don't know the context of that click. You don't know what they're looking for. You don't really have any information. And you've got to somehow create this experience and communicate a message that speaks to whoever it is that comes to your website, wherever it is they came from. And not only that, you have to then get them to a point where they're ready to take action. Because if somebody comes to your website and they don't do anything or they never come back, then that's a wasted opportunity. Now, if you think about it, there's three reasons why somebody might not take action on your website. The first is that maybe the topic isn't important enough. Maybe the problem you solve, the area of work that you specialize in, is not really something that they're concerned about right now. It's not important enough. They don't feel compelled to take action on that item. 
The second reason might be that your message isn't clear enough. So maybe they do have that problem. Maybe that topic is of importance to them right now, but they don't really get what you do. The message isn't clear. It's not direct. It's not specific. It's kind of muddy and they don't really get it and therefore they leave. And the third reason might be that Despite the fact that they have that problem and it's important enough, and they actually do get what you do, they get how you can help, maybe you haven't given them a good enough reason to act right now. Maybe they think, you know what, I'll come back to this later, and then, unfortunately, later never happens. Now, you can't really do much about that first reason. If the topic isn't really important enough, if the problem that you solve isn't important enough to that website visitor, then they're probably not going to do anything and there's not much you can do about that and you really shouldn't worry about it. And that's why when you look at things like bounce rates, bounce rate is a term that's used to describe the number of people that come to your website and then bounce off of it without taking action. It's natural to have a bounce rate. You're not going to convert 100% of your website visitors into some kind of a lead. It's just not going to happen because not everybody's interested in what you do. So having a bounce rate, having some people that bounce off your website is normal. You just want as many of the right people who land on your website to take the action that you want them to take. And to help with that, you can control reasons number two and three that somebody might not take action on your website, and that's that your message might not be clear enough or that you don't give them a good enough reason to act. And that's what this five-step process that I'm about to show you is designed to achieve. We want to communicate a crystal clear message to anybody that lands on your website so that if they do have the problem that you solve and that problem is important enough, then they get right away what you do, how you can help, how you're different, and why they should take action right now. The first thing you need to do is you need to validate the problem that your buyer is facing. So if somebody comes to your website, you want to be crystal clear right up at the top, at the very beginning, about what problem you solve or what goal you can help the buyer accomplish. That's ultimately what's going to tell them that they're in the right place, right? They don't want to hear about your team. They don't want to hear about your services. They don't even want to hear about what people are saying about you just yet. That first interaction, that first glance, the first few seconds, they just want to know, hey, is this for me and am I in the right place? So you want to highlight, hey, here's the problem that we solve for people just like you, or here's the goal that we can help you accomplish. And if that goal or that problem isn't important enough to the buyer, is important enough to the buyer rather, then they're going to stick around and explore what you have have to offer, but you really only have a few seconds. Some say three, some say five, but whatever it is, you've only got a few short seconds to convince the visitor that they're in the right place. And if they're not in the right place, then don't shy away. Don't try to craft this vague and generic value proposition or problem statement that tries to grab everybody because what will happen is the people that actually should be on your website, your ideal clients, won't know that it's for them and you'll lose everybody, including them in the process. So the first step is to validate the problem that you solve. Tell that website visitor that, hey, if you've got this problem, if this sounds like you, then you are absolutely in the right place and you need to check out what we have to offer. The second step is to position yourself as the guide. So, okay, fine, I've got a problem or I've got this goal that I wanna achieve. You've validated that for me. You've told me that if I have this problem or goal, I'm in the right place, so now I'm here. Who are you and why should I listen to you? What do you have to say? What's your perspective? What's your point of view? Why are you somebody that I should pay attention to? 
Now, in positioning yourself as the guide, it's got to be really, really clear how you are different from everybody else. So chances are there are a lot of people and firms and companies that claim to solve the problem that you solve. But what is it about your approach or your firm or your business model that's unique and represents an advantage to the buyer? So I want to see that you solve my problem, sure, but I also want to see who you are and what makes you different right out of the gate. And here's the thing, if what makes you different, what makes you unique is not apparent right away, then I'm just a couple of clicks away from your competitors. I'm not going to invest my time and energy to figure out what makes you different. You've got to make it crystal clear for me right off the bat. So step one was to validate the problem. Step two is to position yourself as the guide and differentiate yourself in the mind of the buyer. Step three is to present a way forward. So now that you know you're in the right place and you know that we solve the problem that you have or we can help you achieve this goal or this business outcome or this benefit, and now that you know that we're somebody that you should be paying attention to, well, you might not be convinced yet. That's not the point, right? It's going to take some time to convince me as the buyer that you're the one that I need. But at face value, I can kind of tell that, okay, you're somebody that's worth my attention, at least in the immediate. The next question is, well, how do I engage you? What's the way forward? You know, how does it work? You know, if I want to hire you, what does that look like? What kind of services do you provide? How do you solve this problem for your clients? Now, the mistake that we see people make time and time again is that when it comes to how does it work? How do you solve this problem? How does somebody engage you? It's almost impossible to figure it out from their websites. You know, they have this services page maybe with a laundry list of services. It's just so long and so complicated. Nobody who's not actually in your shoes, who's not a professional like you, can actually figure out what any of it means. And it's not really clear how to engage you. I don't know what the steps are. I don't know what the process is like. And I'm only going to find out if I call you, but maybe I won't call you. How about that? So make really clear what the steps are to work together. Ultimately, I know that if I want to solve this problem, I need to hire you. But what does that look like? What is the process like? What is your methodology? Give me a way forward. Give me something I can cling to and attach my hopes to. Step four is to give them something to chew on. So now you've got my attention. If you validated my problem, you've positioned yourself as a guide, somebody who can make the problem go away, but somebody who has a unique approach or a unique point of view that I should pay attention to. And you've kind of showed me how it works, right? You showed me the way forward. You showed me that if you do decide to work with me, here's how it's going to look. And I get it. It makes sense. But you know what? I'm not quite ready to talk to you yet. I need to hear from you. I need to interact with your ideas. I need to get a feel for your perspective on things. And so this is commonly accomplished through some kind of content, whether it's blog posts and articles, whether it's a podcast like this in the audio format, or whether it's video content. I need something to chew on. I need something to help me appreciate your approach and the way that you do things before I want to pick up the phone and talk to you. And just think of the way that you make your own buying decisions when you're looking for a service provider or a consultant or even a product or something like that. You scan websites, you read content, you look at the visuals, you watch videos, you're consuming, you're in consumption mode. You're not in talking mode. <laughs> you're not in engagement mode. And you likely defer the process of calling somebody up and talking to somebody on the phone until very late in the buying cycle. And by then, you've almost made made up your mind and you're only calling up the folks who have made it to your shortlist. And your buyers are exactly the same. So you want to give them enough content, give them enough to chew on to get yourself onto that shortlist so that you will eventually get the call when they're good and ready to make that call. 
And finally, the fifth step to turn website visitors into leads is to make the call to action obvious and easy. So if you've done everything right up until now, you validated my problem, you've positioned yourself as the guide, you've shown me a way forward, you've given me something to chew on in terms of your content and your ideas and your point of view, what do you want me to do next? If it's too vague, if it's too generic, if it's not concrete enough that I'm probably still going to leave unless I'm really, really, truly motivated to do something, then I might. But make it easy for me. You know, first of all, tell me what you want me to do. That's probably the easiest thing. Whatever your call to action is, tell me what you want me to do and be very clear about it no matter where I am on your website that here is the next step. If you want to go forward, do this. But then also make it easy, right? So don't make your call to action too intense. So quite often, you know, a lot of buyers are not ready for a conversation. So even if that is your conversation, don't make it too intense, right? Don't call it a, a one-hour strategic workshop strategy debrief session. All oh, that sounds like a lot of work, and I'm not really interested in doing a lot of work, right? Make it really easy. Maybe it's a phone call. Maybe it's a download. And we're going to get into some of the ideas of different calls to action you can use on your website. But make it obvious. Make it simple, make it easy. Don't make me feel like I have to do a lot of work to be able to engage you. So those are the five steps conceptually that you can use to turn website visitors into warm, qualified leads for your services. And I want to give you a quick case study to help kind of make these ideas more concrete in your mind. If you take a look at a website called hammerwealthgroup.com, that's hammerwealthgroup.com. This is the website of a financial planning firm called Hammer Wealth Group. I'm a little bit biased here because Hammer Wealth is a client and I worked on this website, but I do think it's a good case study of how these ideas come together. So I'll briefly walk you through the five steps and how they come together on Hammer Wealth Group's website. The first thing I see when I go to the homepage is this question. It says, are you a successful entrepreneur? So right away, that tells me that if I see myself as a successful entrepreneur, or even at the very least, if I aspire to become a successful entrepreneur, I'm in the right place. And then it says, I can help protect and grow the wealth that you've worked so hard to earn. That's the problem statement and the value proposition all packed into one nice and simple sentence. So if I'm a successful entrepreneur, if I've got money, if I've built a business and I've got assets to show for it, I'm probably worried about protecting this little fortune that I've created over the years. I'm probably worried about, you know, what if something happens to me or to the markets or to the world and all of a sudden everything goes out the window. That's probably a fear that's front of mind for me. And this statement is hitting me right on the head with it. That if that's you, if you're that person, you're the successful entrepreneur, then you know what? I can help you protect and grow the wealth that you've worked so hard to earn. So that's step one, which is validating the problem. Step two is to position yourself as the guide. And the founder and president of Hammer Wealth Group is a guy by the name of Bill Hammer Jr. He does a number of really important things here to position himself as the guide. First of all, he's got a video right there front and center on the homepage where you can click play and it's only a minute and you get to hear from Bill, you hear him talk. He's the guy that's ultimately gonna get on the phone with you and help you. And you feel like you can kind of get a sense of who he is and what his approach is just from this short video. So that goes a long way, putting a face to the name and, and an idea to the name. The second thing is we've got a little blurb here on the homepage that talks about Hammer Wealth Group and Bill Hammer Jr. And it positions him according to the problem that he solves and who he solves it for. 
And the third thing is, this is kind of down in the footer, but if you're paying attention or in the menu as well, there's a press button. If you click on the press button, then it shows you all the publications that Bill's been featured in, which gives him authority, gives him expertise, positions him as an expert. And some of those publications are even mentioned on the website in the footer, things like Wall Street Journal, Fox Business, CNBC, and so on. So all of that is part of positioning Bill Hammer Jr. as the guide, as the expert, as the person that you want solving that problem for you, the problem of protecting and growing the wealth that you've worked so hard to earn as a successful entrepreneur. The third step is to present a way forward. Now, if you click on the process tab on Hammer Wealth Group's website, you'll see a five-step process that they use to take clients through the process of building a financial plan. It's five steps, everyone goes through the same process and the process is applied to the successful entrepreneur and they speak to in detail in each of the steps how they go about assessing your needs, figuring out what your goals are, figuring out what you want to achieve and then going through the process of building a financial plan that will help you achieve those goals. It's really clear, it's really detailed, and by the end of reading that page, you have a crystal clear sense of what it's like to work with Hammer Wealth Group. The fourth step is to give the buyer something to chew on, and Hammer Wealth Group does a great job of that. You look at their blog, and there's some really, really powerful titles there. There's information about mistakes that people make when it comes to investing their money. There's information about how to hire the right financial advisor. He's really hitting a lot of the common questions that a new prospect might have at the early stages of their journey. And finally, the call to action. There's a couple here. Both are good. Uh, Hammer Wealth Group has a free course for entrepreneurs. So if you're that successful entrepreneur and you're thinking about financial planning, you're thinking about protecting and growing the wealth that you've worked so hard to earn, he's got a free course. It's right there, front and center on the homepage. You can sign up for it. Or if you're ready to have a conversation, he's also got a secondary call to action where you can get on the phone and request a 15-minute consultation one-on-one with the president, Bill Hammer Jr. So that's just a little case study to show you how these ideas come together on a real live professional services website. To check that out, you can head over to hammerwealthgroup.com. That's hammerwealthgroup.com. So that's a wrap on this lesson. Listen, do me a favor. If you haven't yet subscribed to Forecast in iTunes, go and do that right now. Head over to iTunes, type in Forecast Marketing in the search box, find the show. It's a little blue graphic. Click on that button. Hit subscribe, and while you're at it, leave us a rating and a review because it helps more people discover the show, and I would be forever grateful. Thank you so much for tuning in.